afternoon or good evening. Hey, good people. I am back. It is I, Bliss, back on the mic. Wow, it feels good to say those words. It's been a long time. I shouldn't have left you. I know. I know. It's been way longer than I expected. And let me just tell you, I'm so glad to be back here in front of this microphone sharing commentary and perspective and conversation with you. And yeah, I'm back on the mic with my wine. Nothing's changed. Well, everything's changed, but nothing's changed at the same time. Um, Tonight, um, let me sort of kind of introduce the wine to you. Uh, I am drinking an effervescent Chardonnay, and it's damn good. You know I'm not a wine snob, never have been. That hasn't changed. Um, So this bottle, not super expensive, but very, very good. Unfortunately, I'm not going to tell you what the wine is tonight, um... What has happened? I have gotten grown since I've left you. And we are actually in negotiations with sponsors and advertisers. So we, at this point, cannot say wine names. But why don't you do this? Why don't you uh, take a moment and grab yourself a glass? I'm going to keep talking. But come on, sit down and join me and let's talk. Well, uh, let's talk about the first thing, the most... uh, pressing and obvious uh, occurrence that we're all going through in that we are as a nation as a as a global unit on quarantine on quarantine what is going on we are on quarantine and as of an hour and 54 minutes I'm actually on quarantine and curfew um as some of you may know I'm out of uh out of Baltimore, Baltimore, uh, Maryland, if you're in another country and not as familiar with the U.S., um, I am officially on curfew as of tonight, um, my first night on curfew. Um, this is actually day 18 for me on a quarantine, so I, I had kind of gotten used to that, but um, actually being told I had to be in the house by a certain time, uh, like I like I used to uh, do when I was a kid, is is a very (laughs) different world. This is a very uh, uh, bizarro experience, I have to say. And I didn't actually know that it happened until I got a phone call and text messages from friends and family letting me know, oh, by the way, you may want to uh, not try and go out this evening not that I had been going out, not that there's any place to go, but, um, um, I had not always been in the home, even during this quarantine time by eight o'clock. Um, I'll share a little bit of that with you, but, um, oh my goodness, we are, um, again, for me, day 18, uh, on quarantine. I know for some of you, it's been a lot longer. Um, if you're listening in other countries like Italy, um, and, uh, parts of Asia, I know you guys have been going through it. It's been a, um, month, uh, two months that you've actually been dealing with, um, the epidemic turned pandemic, um, that is COVID-19 and, oh my goodness. So, uh, you know, in watching the world and, and we've had time to watch the world and I'm going to speak from the perspective of being a U.S. citizen. It's been just, um, 
strange has it not been to watch um our president go from oh this is a hoax and uh to discount the severity of uh, this COVID-19 um, coronavirus to now um, basically announcing today that there is an, not an expectation of any kind of normality until April 30th or after. So we're talking about a month, four weeks from now. And, and that's if we're lucky, if we if, if things, if we're blessed and things go as positively as possible, that April 30th, we shall be getting our release papers. But in the meantime, just watching the response that has been, um, happening in the States. Oh, let me take a sip of this wine. Hmm. So two weeks ago, as the, um, maybe two and a half weeks ago, as the president finally started to take COVID-19 coronavirus seriously, it's been an odd response to watch Americans who went to the stores and strangely decided that toilet paper and hand sanitizer would be their saving graces. So we as a nation bought out toilet paper and hand sanitizer, completely bypassing racks and racks and the abundance of soap that was available to us in the stores. Um, and toilet paper, I guess people thought they were going to have an extreme amount of diarrhea or I, I don't know. I don't I don't know. All I know is that it's it's been very interesting to watch how that has unfolded um, over the last couple of weeks um, and the commentary that to me it has made about what we were doing before about not keeping clean. We, we come on America. We have to admit it. If you bypass the soap and went for the hand sanitizer, doesn't that say we were as a nation, not being as hygienic as we probably should have been in the first place that you didn't think to buy soap to go with the water that's already available in your house and that there are people who stockpiled hand sanitizer. And by the way, stockpiled it and still had to be instructed through the media on how to use it. Yeah, very, we're, we're, we, we have learned things about ourselves in, in the last couple of weeks um, that we didn't know how to keep clean. We, we, I'm just getting right into it. We have learned in the last two weeks that we have been a non-hygienic, pretty dirty collective of uh, as Americans. And I, I, I'm not speaking for what was going on in other places because, listen, we've seen the video of the wet markets overseas. And um, if you've traveled overseas, you've probably seen some really hellacious horrendous things going on. I'm not talking about, I'm as an American, I'm going to talk about us. We are not clean. We did not know how to clean. Coronavirus has taught some of us how to be clean. And, um, two weeks of this information 
that this lesson that we had to have that we should have gotten in just plain home training. I'm just going to say it. We should have gotten it in home training. Don't sneeze in your hand. Turn your head and cover your mouth with your with your sleeve or your elbow when you cough. When you sneeze, sneeze into a tissue and throw that tissue out, then wash your hands. Wipe down your house. Disinfect every now and then, more often now. Put a little bleach in your dishes to make sure they're clean. This is home training stuff. We didn't have this information. Wash your hands with soap and water. You need at least 20 to 30 seconds in order to be clean. Who are we that we didn't know that? Who are we? What were we learning at home? Apparently not a whole lot about keeping clean. Apparently not. Hand sanitizer. So we bought up all the hand sanitizer and we put a squirt on there and just rubbed our hands barely and thought we were doing something. And when it was time to wash our hands, we thought that buying a bunch of hand sanitizer would keep us safe. Nope. We had to learn how to use the hand sanitizer. And we're learning how to keep clean. Such a commentary on who we are as people. Um, my prayer is that once this, once this is over, we're going to keep up. We're going to keep clean and we're going to keep these practices. We're going to wipe our counters down. We're going to wipe surfaces down. We're going to learn how to use the peroxide, the peroxide as not just a gargle and, and not just a, for wound care, but that we know that peroxide now can clean our fruit and vegetables and that we probably should have been cleaning them besides just rinsing them in cold water before. We've gone into grocery stores and watched people sneeze and cough all over that stuff for decades and never thought anything of it. Still came home and rinsed that fruit off and never thought to clean that fruit. Now we're doing it. So now, in, in this strange way, COVID has changed our society and hopefully in terms of sanitation for the better. And after two and a half weeks of this and what will continue to, I'm sure, go on about keeping clean. Um, one of the things that I, I've found interesting that we've not talked about um, is other ways that we need to be preventing the virus and the information we're getting is pivotal. Um, again, covering your mouth, washing down surfaces, stop touching your face. Um, don't touch a dirty surface and put your hands on your face or touch your eyes or put your hands in your mouth. Um, but in, in, in this fight to kill this virus, it was, it just occurred to me that, um, there's a whole bit of information that we're not getting. And while we're talking about um, immunocompromised people and keeping them safe, like our elderly and people with comorbidities, that keeping away from them, social distancing, distancing, uh, you see when the wine kicks in, I, my, I'm tongue tied. Social distancing is important. Um, there are things that we are not hearing from um, most of the um, doctors and, um, um, medical experts who are coming on and talking to us. And, and let me say, there's been a ton of information. So some of the information has actually been in itself a bit confusing. Should you wear the mask? Should you not? Should we be leaving the mask simply for healthcare workers? Um, does it do anything? I've heard 
five different stories on that. I can't answer. I would think that if a disease is airborne or in particles of, of, of mucus and fluids, the mask keeps the person who may have the, um, who may be carrying the virus from spreading further and it keeps you from getting it. Even if the mask is not a super, um, strength mask or, um, high tech mask, I would think having some coverage would be better than none. So as I'm going out and about in stores, I have been covering my face either with a scarf or a mask. I don't know if, listen, like I said, I've been hearing information back and forth about whether you should. I heard Dr. Fossey saying that it's, uh, and Dr. Fossey, let me just say, um, for the United States, of course, unless you've been under a rock, like under a rock and buried underground, then we are aware that Anthony Fossey has been the representative ear uh, voice for the United States in um, uh, keeping us informed. Um, he is the authority that we've been listening to on how to um, take care and be safe or as safe as possible during this time. He is... Um, if I'm not mistaken, with NIH. And I know he's also been or is the director of uh, the National Infections Disease um, Board. Um, so that's, um, uh, excuse me, NIAID director. That is what he is. So, um, so yeah, so he has been the, the, the sound for us, the voice and the expert, the leader, if you will, um, when he's been allowed by... Uh, when he's been allowed to do his job by our, uh, <laughs> our president. And I use that term cautiously, uh, cause I would call him something else, but I'm not wasting my time going after Trump right now. Not on my first episode back. I want to talk to you guys about some other things that are more important with some of the things that we have not been given. Now we, we know that, um, we're working on a vaccine, uh, a vaccine that um, will um, counteract it and protect folks from getting the virus. And we're working on curatives, meaning we, meaning our wonderful medical community. Um, and I'm, I, listen, I'm, I'm not making um, a recommendation or a statement to anyone else, but as a person who um, does not necessarily, um, participate in, um, the consumption or the use of vaccines. I do not take a flu shot. Um, I probably am going to not take a COVID shot and that is just my choice. Um, there is a community of folks that, um, I, kind of, um, cir- uh, circulate with and, 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 and communicate with, um, that is of the same opinion. And we've talked in our collective about what we've done for decades to keep safe and not to, um, to protect ourselves yearly, um, from getting sick and getting flus and the things that have worked for us. So tonight, um, I'm going to share some of that with you. Um, again, um, 
this is, uh, listen, I'm not, I'm not going to give you anything that I'm going to claim is going to cure you. I'm not going to guarantee that you're not going to get sick. What I am going to tell you is that the things that I'm going to list for you, and I had a, I had a powwow with a collective uh, of, um, folks, um, um, and some of them have been naturopaths and naturopathic doctors. And, um, in a few episodes, we're going to actually be speaking with someone who sent some, uh, a doctor, um, who sent some very important information out doctor, um, out of Virginia. I'm not going to say his name yet. Um, and he's going to talk to you further about that. But tonight, um, from our collective, my collective of, sages and, and naturopaths and, um, holistic healers, alternative healers. We came up with this group of 11, um, herbs and, um, supplements that we are offering to folks for your consideration. Listen, whatever I'm telling you, Google it, just Google it. But I'm telling you, good people, the information that you're getting is important. It is great to be mechanical in the way that you take care of yourself. And when I say mechanical, social distancing, washing your hands, making sure you're wiping down stuff, um, uh, uh, you know, using, uh, throwing away tissues, making sure that you're um, uh, watching how you sneeze and cough. But you also need to also consider ways to naturally build your immune system. You're not going to get a pill for everything. I I am watching, um, and I'm sure you've been watching too, as people with lupus, um, their um, medicine that a lot of folks with lupus have been taking, have taken for years, now is not available to them. Um, a A medication called chloroquine. Um, is now being taken away. Um, And what I mean by taken away is that um, folks who have lupus who have used this particular um, drug for years are not able to get refills because it's now being used as a trial for COVID, for coronavirus. So we're at a point now where... um, and, and, and this information comes from part of my collective of, um, again, naturopaths and um, nurses and, and doctors who are in the, in the trenches. Um, you know, there are places now where they are making decisions about um, who gets the ventilator and who doesn't. That's a... The idea of that, um, it makes me shiver. And I, 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 I know my first, my first, po- first podcast back and I'm, I'm getting heavy, but I, I, you guys are my people. I've been away from you for three years and I'm coming back during a pandemic. So I got to deal with what this was going on. So, um, I, I want you to think about other ways to say, stay safe and to keep your body strong. Um, and all of that information you're getting is good, but we're going to talk tonight. I We came up with, my collective and I, we came up with um, several supplements and herbs that we are recommending. I'm going to give you a little bit of information. Google it. Everything that I'm going to talk to you about tonight is readily available on Amazon. Um, most of these items um, that I'm listing, and again, you need to do your research, even ask your doctor um, if you're on other medications. Most of these are not contraindicated. 
Um, but, um, yeah, you got to really reconsider now, good people, what you're doing. You need to build your immune system up. COVID ain't playing with you. Um, and I, I think after COVID, the flus that you're going to be seeing are stronger and they've been stronger for, for decades. Now we hear every year, the flu virus is stronger and it's a different strain and we got to, they, they're trying to figure out a new vaccine. I, I just, you know, as a person who, um, for personal reasons, I, those are, vaccines are, are generally something I don't participate in. I'm not telling you not to, but, um, the ways that, um, I function in the, the collective that I function, we just wanted to make sure this information got to you. So let me talk to you about the first, uh, recommendation that, uh, we have here. Um, and it's funny how I, I learned about this particular one. Um, I, about 15 years ago, went to see a group of friends who they were here at the Kennedy Center doing a play. 15 years ago, maybe a little bit longer, give or take, um, they were here doing a play and we all went out to dinner. And uh, we're sitting at dinner and at some point I'm looking around the table and everybody's going into their bag or their purses and their pockets. And people are pulling out these little vials, these, these little amber, dark amber vials. And they're taking something out and they're putting it on their tongue or underneath their tongue. And I'm looking around and I'm like, what? Are y'all getting high at the table? What the hell? What, what is going on here? So they were using um, something that I have have added to my arsenal since that time and it's called oregano oil uh oregano oil is uh comes from the oregano leaf um it is cold pressed it is a oil that you are going to put on your tongue underneath your tongue and it is an immuno booster um it's antiseptic um let me just tell you for if you're going to try it 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 does it's it does not taste like oregano oil I'm excuse me, it doesn't taste like oregano. It's very kind of hot, spicy. You will get used to it um, if you're going to try it. I just want you to have an idea of what to expect. Uh, oregano oil, um, when you're looking for it for this purpose, for, um, for medicinal purposes and to build your immune system, you're going to be looking for food grade. Again, everything that I am talking to you about, I'm going to tell you about it. And then I'm going to, I'm going to challenge you to just Google it and, and see, read more about it. Um, you can get it on Amazon and everything that I am talking to you about are things that I've actually tried. There were things that came up in conversation, um, that I had not tried and I, I did not want to um, recommend anything that I had not taken or tried personally. So oregano oil is the first one. Um, the next one is olive leaf. Um, olive leaf comes in tablet form or at least that's the way I'm familiar with it. It is another immuno booster. Um, very simple to take, not uh, expensive. You can get it in capsules and extracts. Um, for me, the uh, the tablets have been easier. 
um, capsules, actually not tablets, capsules. Let me be very clear because there's a very diff there's a major difference in something being a tablet and something being a capsule. A capsule, um, generally the the outside is um, some kind of vegetable-based um, um, substance uh, um, caps, encapsulation, and you would have the ground powder within within that. Um, again, olive leaf. Um, uh, mullen is what's really important because um, this is another um, another leaf that. Um, came up in conversation with the collective and mullen is really important at this time. It is spelled M-U-L-L-E-I-N. And let's talk about COVID for a minute. Um, COVID is uh, a virus that loves to attack and mess around with your sinuses, your your uh, sinus area, your throat, and especially your lung area. Um, it's interesting because I've been watching and listening to folks talk who have, who have gone through or, or have made claims that they've experienced COVID and had been diagnosed and the, the strain and the stress and the pain that they felt in their chest area and the, the heavy mucus that they talked about having and the cough. Well, Mullen is, uh, uh, and a plant that, um, in its medicinal purpose is an expectorant. So what it does is it is healing for the lungs and the throat and it helps to ex- ex- extract, ex- uh, ex- Ugh, I'm, I can't even talk to move that mucus out. It's me. Look, if I get tongue tied, you know, it's me plus, you know, the wine, but anyway, um, the mullen what you want to do is get it. You can drink it in a tea. You can get it in an extract. Um, it is something that I, I would recommend that you just have on hand anyway. Um, it is a great tea to keep your lungs and your throat and your sinus clear and healthy. It is healing in that way. Um, it doesn't have an offensive taste. Um, so that is the next one on the list for you guys. So what have we gone through? We've gone through, uh, three so far. The next one is one that has been rumored, um, to be used as actually, um, part of, part of the, um, cure in China and that's vitamin C. Um, most of you are familiar I hope with vitamin C and you've taken vitamin C in some form or fashion. Um, what uh, the collective and I are recommending is that you, if you're using vitamin C in tablets or chewables, that you switch to vitamin C crystals. Because um, at this time, we're talking about building the immune system and building it and making it super strong. Um, vitamin C, um, to do that, the crystals seem to work better. Plus they have a cleansing, uh, effect on the body. So those of you who have taken vitamin C and taken it in, in crystal form, you are already aware that vitamin C crystals, you don't need a lot of it. And what it does when you take it in is it has a cleansing effect. So the caution with that is that, um, with your stomach, um, if you've, taken not too much in terms of um, overdosing because you really cannot overdose on vitamin C. Even Dr. Fossey um, 
uh, talked about that um, in one of his, I can't tell you which interview it was, but he was asked about vitamin C, um, not necessarily as a cure, but as a, a part of the treatment for COVID um, about whether you could overdose on that. And, um, that was one of the things that he, unless you're, you're taking just an, I mean, an, an outrageous, insane amount, um, anywhere from two to 5,000 milligrams a day would be safe and would help to build your immune system. And you'll notice that, um, you may have to adjust cause it's gonna clean you out. Let me just put it that way. It's going to, whatever you got in there that's not moving, it's going to also move that out, which is, which is, uh, actually, um, uh, a benefit because we know that, um, a lot of, a lot of disease stems from the gut. So vitamin C in that way, the crystals do a great job of building your immune system and cleaning you out. So we are, um, moving to the next item um, that we put on the list for you guys. And that is, um, elderberry. Elderberry, um, you, it's not, um, it's not unusual now for people to talk about elderberry. Um, elderberry, um, you find it mostly in syrups, um, in extracts. I have seen chewables. I'm not, you know, um, the other name for it is Sambuca. I don't, I'm not great. Uh, I, I don't, I don't necessarily, I'm not a, uh, a fan of necessarily taking things in chewables. That's my, my, my personal kind of feeling about, um, medicines. I think liquids do a better job. So I'm more of a fan of elderberry in syrup form. Um, I am not saying that some of the chewable forms that you'll see it in, um, don't work. Um, I just think that, um, we are trying to, in the time of Corona, um, build healthy immune systems quickly, um, and getting the most bang for the buck, um, and also, um, getting, um, these, um, these, these, um, supplements in and getting them to work quickly. I think that's something that goes directly into, um, the system and liquids tend to go into the system faster, I believe. So the syrup, I would recommend there are all different types of brands. I would go with one that is holistic, um, meaning non-GMO organic, and again, I'm I'm not here to recommend brands. There are brands that I take, but um, I, I'm not here to do that. Um, and we had decided, as our collective was uh, was discussing uh, this list, that um, it would be better for me not to recommend a brand, but just the the um, the, the elderberry or the the items themselves. Um, the other thing I'm going to talk to you about um, the next item on the list is English ivy. Um, that is, um, one that, um, most people are less familiar with. Um, English Ivy is another great expectorant. Um, it is soothing for the respiratory system. Um, and again, because COVID, uh, it, it, it loves your respiratory system. It loves your lungs. It loves to attack those areas. It is important that you have something that goes into those areas and is curative and healing for those areas. Um, English ivy is one of those um, plants that does that. 
Um, again, this is a plant that comes in syrups. In fact, there are many syrups that have English ivy in them, um, high concentrations of English ivy. And having that on hand is just good anyway. Um, once you start reading up, you'll see that there are all uh, other kinds of benefits for English ivy. Um, but yeah, that's another one. The only uh, cautionary is that um, with English ivy, um, be careful about um, about sensitivity. Um, it happens rarely, but it is not like poison ivy. Um, ivy is I, there; it's in the ivy family. But of course, everyone is. I don't. I don't know anyone that's not affected by uh, poison ivy. But English ivy, for some people, can be a bit of an irritant, um, not in the way of English ivy, but it can be an irritant. So if you are, um, have problems with plants in that family outside of poison ivy, everybody's, everybody got a poison, uh, a problem with poison ivy. But if you have issues with ivies and, and, and plants in that family, be cautious of using English ivy. And again, um, if you have comorbidities, if you are on medications, what I will say for you is from what our collective was, um, um, in terms of their knowledge base, and again, naturopaths, um, um, holistic healers, um, there are very few coma, uh, excuse me, um, um, negative interactions with these products. But again, I am recommending that you talk to your doctor, you Google, um, just to make sure. So, um, we are moving on to... An amino acid. Um, I don't know anybody who is allergic to amino acids because they are naturally occurring, but it could happen. Um, one that we recommend, um, the we call it the cell builder, and that one is glutathione. Um, glutathione is a natural um, antioxidant for the body. It protects your cells from free radicals. Uh, uh, neutralizing um, negative effects on your cells. Um, and what you're going to be looking for is the reduced glutathione. Um, that in a one time a day 500 milligram pill tablet is phenomenal for, um, and, and it's interesting because with the glutathione, I, I have to share with you that um, everyone in my immediate family is on glutathione. My dad, my mom, um, my, my, my sister, one of my sisters is definitely on, uh, I have friends. It is just one of those supplements that, um, again, bang for the buck and you feel a difference. Most people feel a difference as soon as they start to take the glutathione. So that is one that we are recommending to the group. Um, the other one is NAC, which is N-acetyl-L-cysteine, another amino acid, and actually um, is a form of cysteine. It actually helps uh, boost um, naturally the production of glutathione. And you may ask, um, well, why would you have both? Well, um, the glutathione um, goes in and it challenges the free radicals. Um, when you're taking glutathione, that doesn't help you produce more glutathione naturally. The NAC is actually what actually goes into the body and helps you to produce more natural glutathione. And the glutathione that you're taking um, in is going in and, and, and fighting the free radicals in there. Even though your body does produce it, not a bad idea to have um, 
something in the body that helps to keep the production up. What happens is as you get older, you older people tend to produce less glutathione. So as you get older, you may find that your need for it is more. So you'll, you're, you'll need to adjust based on body, but just starting out with um, one 500 milligram tablet will make all the difference in the world for that. Um, and uh, where are we now? We have a few other things on the list. Um, and, and I'm going to say this again. I am not a doctor. I am going to tell you that um, you, you may find this podcast beneficial. You may not. But I will repeat to you, and I'm going to say this again. We are dealing now with um, a situation, a pandemic that is relentless. Um, it does not seem to have a favorite, except there's one thing I, I, I will say in terms of when I say favorites, it means that it can attack anyone, young or old. We were we thought erroneously um, that the virus did that children had were not immune, but we would not see the numbers in children that we're seeing now. And we're seeing more and more kids with, um, getting, um, COVID. And I think that that just has to do with the, with just, um, compromised immune systems. You don't have to be sick, good people to have, um, a compromised immune system. So that's something that you've got to keep in mind. You could be functioning seemingly perfectly fine and your immune system is just not up to par. And then something like the, that's why something like the flu can come and knock you out. Oh, I was perfectly fine. And then you're, you know, you're in bed with the flu every year. That just means that you have a questionable immune system actually. Um, but, um, one of the things that, um, has not been talked about and um, is becoming more of the talk amongst um, naturopaths and um, naturopathic doctors is the fact that uh, COVID-19, the numbers in terms of people, it seems to be that 78% of the people who are actually affected, meaning who become symptomatic, are seeming to be men. there are um, some videos and some doctors who I've been paying attention to have given information on that. Um, one of the doctors specifically who talked about that, there's a um, video that's circulating on YouTube with uh, Dr. Abdul Ali Muhammad, who gives some indication and some information about um, COVID. And it seems to like um, the male species and it seems to hang around um, in the testicular area, he talks about that. And, um, there are more and more numbers coming out, um, talking about, um, men being more apt to be affected by COVID. And I just want to, wanted to say that because that's information I have not, uh, been hearing necessarily on, um, the mass media, regular media here in the States. Um, that's information that you have to kind of go underground and, and get. So, um, if you want to hear a little bit of more about that, there is a, a video that's circulating. If we have it, we'll post it. I'll, we, I'll post it on, um, the everybody loves bliss Facebook page so that you can see that information. So, um, keep that in mind, um, gentlemen, 
Um, back to our list of things that um, holistically you can use to help with um, keeping your immune system strong. Um, one of the things that came up um, in terms of, of gargles, now uh, things to do to gargle, peroxide is one thing that we most of us know you can gargle with peroxide um you would not drink the peroxide and you'd have it a bit diluted but you can gargle with that to help keep um um bacteria out of the mouth um and the throat area but also do not forget the importance of listerine listerine is not just a mouthwash it's also a um a great gargle Listerine also, um, some of you are, uh, a lot of people are not aware, is that Listerine can be used to clean your surfaces. So when you run out of bleach, you can pour some Listerine. Um, you're not going to dilute that as much as you would bleach, but you can pour it on surfaces, leave it on the surface and wash the surface and kill um, bacteria that way. So Listerine is great to have just in your arsenal, in your home to keep you safe. Um, to keep the germs away so you can use it as a gargle to rinse your mouth out with and you can clean your surfaces, your countertops um, with Listerine. You just want to pour it down and leave it down um, for a few minutes and then wipe and clean the surface down. So Listerine is something that we recommend along with peroxide. Peroxide you can use actually to clean as a uh, to make a rinse to um, soak your fruit and vegetables in and to clean your vegetables that way. Um, fruits and vegetables um the last one on this list is vitamin d um but most of us um especially african-american people um have extremely low levels of vitamin d um vitamin d has um there's so many studies that show that having low levels of vitamin d in the body um can cause immunosuppression and you want to make sure your d is um adequate especially now that you're staying in um we get a lot of vitamin d um from being out and about in the sunshine and some of us have not been out of the house in 2 weeks and that scares me that is not necessarily a healthy way Way to live. So I'm hoping that if you can, and if it is allowed, you're out taking walks and getting into the sunlight, of course, keeping your um, necessary social distancing and keeping your mouth um, uh, covered and making sure you're not around um, somebody who's coughing and sneezing, but you need to get out in the sun. And you need, even if you step out in your backyard, keep in mind, you need to keep moving and you need that vitamin D. So if you're um, not getting out and about, please make sure you're increasing your levels of vitamin D in the body. Most people are deficient. And especially if you're African-American, I, you know what this, I know this is a different show for me. This is, this is, we don't ever, we've never had this kind of conversation, but it is what it is. Last thing I want to talk to you guys about really quickly is, um, we're, we're, um, we're, all using like these sprays in our house and Lysol. Um, a lot of folks are talking about, you know, how they're spraying everything down and they're spraying. Well, that's, that's great. Lysol is, is, is great, um, to kill and disinfect on surfaces. Very necessary, very important, but keep in mind those aerosols and taking in Lysol. Lysol is not meant to be in, um, breathed into the body. So, while you're killing the virus 
on the surface, you're wrecking your immune system by taking in all that, that um, Lysol. That Lysol is not meant to be inhaled constantly. And I, I've noticed people using, uh, even trying to be funny, just like spraying Lysol all over the place and spraying it into the air in these closed areas. Um, that is not necessarily a safe uh, way to um, fight Corona. I get what you, I get why you're doing it. I, I get you want to keep the surfaces clean, but you don't want to like kill your lungs in the process, making you more susceptible to viruses, not just Corona. So um, there's an alternative. I'm not saying don't use your, your, your um, Lysol, use it, but consider like opening the windows. Some of you are not opening the windows. I, I don't, I, I know you're, I know Corona's airborne, but most of us live in places where we can open a side window, um, where when there people are not like breathing right into your home. So two things that I, I recommend for you to do a natural spray. Um, there are several, um, antimicrobial, um, oils, essential oils with antimicrobial properties, meaning they kill germs and viruses in the air. Um, several of those oils are sage oil, tea tree oil, lemon oil, orange oil, and peppermint oil. Um, with pets in the house, just like when you're spraying Lysol, you really, especially with peppermint and tea tree, you want to be careful Um that you're not spraying, um, you, you want to have your pets kind of leave the room for a few minutes and spray. You should be doing that with the Lysol too, to be very honest, but just be cautious about those oils for, um, pets, specifically peppermint and tea tree. I, I, I know can wreak havoc on pets. So not kill them, but make them depending on how much, what the concentration is. So, um, here's what, here's an alternative maybe to spraying the Lysol in the air. And also you can use it to clean surfaces. Um, you can take, um, all of those oils or, um, any combination of those, get you a spray bottle, one of those regular plastic spray bottles that you get right out of the dollar store. You're going to put a high, um, a half a cup of a high proof alcohol in them. Um, and high proof is 70 proof and above in that bottle. You're going to take the combination or, um, whichever pick one, two, three, how many of those oils you want to, to pick. And you need 40 drops, you need 40 drops of the essential oil in the bottle. And then you're going to fill the rest with boiled water or distilled water. And you're going to put that in that bottle and you're going to shake that up and you can use that as a home spray in the house to spray around in, in your home. You can actually use it on your surfaces to kill and disinfect. I, I personally, um, have used that oil to, just wipe down surfaces using soap and water too. And then using that, uh, using that combination, um, in the spray bottle to spray on surfaces. But specifically if you're spraying Lysol in the air, just to kind of clean the air, instead of taking in all that toxicity, um, try this alternative. Um, it is better for your system, um, for your lungs. Cause here remember Corona loves your lungs. It, lo it loves your lungs. It is, it is, um, 
it is going for the attack of your your respiratory system so again the whole whole idea is to keep your your immune system as um as strong as possible and um yeah so that's all I'm gonna talk to you about now I have so much information so much information to share but listen I'm back I'm gonna be in in quarantine from what I've heard for the next month. So we're going to spread that information out, um, over time and I'll keep, um, keep updating and, um, um, as, as much information as I can gather for you guys, I'm going to give it to you. I'm not a doctor. You'll have to listen to me, but I think you need to consider, um, really rethinking some other ways to keep yourself safe. Your immune system is important. And again, you can wipe down all the surfaces you want. Good people. You can, you, you may feel fine. You, you may not have a comorbidity, but that does not mean that your immune system is as strong and working as optimally as you need it to be. And you don't want to wait until you're coughing and sneezing to say, oh, maybe I should have been doing something else. So, oh, hopefully this has been a a helpful podcast. It's a different one for me. I, you know, I, I wasn't planning to go here initially when it was decided that uh, Everybody Loves Bliss would come back. But, you know, the times call for what they call for. We are quarantined and curfewed. And we're going to be uh, we're going to be in the house for a minute. So we got a lot of time to talk and catch up and and talk about some other things. I am 50 minutes in and I think that is a wrap for me. So, people, thank you for listening to this episode of Everybody loves bliss. I'm glad to be back. I hope you're glad to have me back. I hope you still love me. And I hope you will come back for the next episode. Until then, thanks for listening. I love you and I want the best for you. Bye-bye.